in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. folks good afternoon right now it's 106 106 on this well look at that well that was a nice forecast you just heard from jr who was an foj that's right folks it's the john DePietro show on am 1380 and 99.9 fm finally is spring finally going to be here my goodness it has been so cold but today is nice 64 degrees depending on where you are but then i'm looking ahead tomorrow looks decent And then finally, up into the 70s next week, where it belongs, for crying out loud. All right, right now, it depends on where you are, 64, 65 degrees. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Good day to go eat out at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, they're waiting for you. Delicious food. By the way, the lounge tonight is going to be rocking with the Celtics game. Check all... um, Check out all the action tonight at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. It's amazing the people that react with, uh, I think it's an interesting story and the reaction of people and and what do you see. It's just a little bit of um, an experiment I like to do. <laughs> to say the least. All right, I want to play some sound. Um, Washington Post calls out Biden for lying about the GOP and taxes. It's about time, folks. The Biden presidency is just crumbling. But let me let me play some current stories. Let me play some local uh, news stories. By the way, I heard that Ashley Kalis was on the radio earlier this morning. I did not get a chance to hear it, um, but. I, I don't know what to, well, you're, I shared my thoughts. I like her, but it can't be about that. It's not about whether or not someone's nice. To me, the question is, are they running a, a good campaign? And they're putting her out for interviews. Maybe, you know, now is the time. Spring training a little bit. Let's hear, though, I like this story. This guy in Pawtucket, Channel 12, is single-handedly bringing him down. Our, uh, Target 12 exclusive investigation into state representative carlos tabone which revealed some questionable financial and business dealings and legal disputes i'm curious if you saw the report and if anything in it struck you as something that would rise to the level that your office would have to look into or if you think it's more for the political system to work out well look i saw the report for sure and there's lots to go through there i don't really want to comment too much on it you know i think um you know just speaking very broadly when you have that um you know, the allegations, the reporting that you guys did. There's a combination of things that that raises. Some are political, obviously. Some are civil. And a lot of those things are in the courts. And then there may be things that, that uh, others in law enforcement may need to take a look at. But I don't want to. I don't really want to comment on it much more than that right now. Okay, so something that you're looking at. Yeah, look, as I said, I read the reporting with interest. And, and there have been other matters that have come to us through the media in the past. And, and so we follow a process. And, and I'll, I'll be in a position perhaps to comment at a later date. You know, boy, I wish um, I wish Channel 12 would do something on voting, for crying out loud. So, basically, they just wouldn't give a comment on that. I want to, let me play the Channel 10 story again. I, I want to see how this is going to pan out, this business of, um, of the tip and the waitress. I, I, don't, I don't think this couple meant to leave $810. Cranston Pizza Restaurant waitress speechless after surprise $810 tip. You can look at, you see it for yourself. It doesn't, I don't think it is. I think they meant to. Now, what it's also unclear is who left the, the one is different. Um, the eight is different. Someone wrote, someone could have put an 8 in front of the 5817. I I want to wait and see, but are we going to find out? Are we going to find out if someone, if if then they didn't mean to leave that? 
Someone could have left that. When you look at the story, I mean, to me, this is a, a good example that you, you have to. They even left the bottom where they supposedly put it. They could have put an eight there. All right, I want to. I hate these segments, by the way. The extra cheddar couldn't have come at a better time for this single mom. NBC 10 Sam Reed shows us something good. Since 1968, the Big Cheese Pub off of Reservoir Ave in Cranston is a customer favorite for things like handmade pizza pies and super subs. The staff here is extremely close. We are just a big family. We try to all look out for one another and do what's best for each other. Which is why waitress Jennifer Vernancio of North Providence, who's a single mom of a three-year-old, is able to make it work at work. It's been difficult. However, the Big Cheese works with us no matter what. I mean, with my schedule. Last week on Wednesday, she was having a rough morning. Stressful morning ended up to be an awesome day. And finally, after finding a sitter, she made it to work a little late. My first table of the day was super, super nice uh, gentleman with his wife. Two salads, two sandwiches, and a few interactions in between. The pair got up and left. The gentleman looked over his shoulder and he said, bye, have a nice day. And after taking the bill from the table, she couldn't believe what was written on the tip line. She was like, Kim, Kim, someone left me a $600 tip. And I was like, Ken, stop. (laughs) And I kind of pulled the paper out. I said, well, I have better news for you. It's not $600. It's an $800 tip. I said, so see? And she was like, I'm going to pass out. $810 just for Jennifer. There are angels out there. On a $48 bill. Oh, yeah, it's more than a couple shifts. I mean, it helps out. Everything helps yeah. out. Jennifer says she plans to pay bills and is getting Jax a toy police vehicle. It has sirens on it. She says she never got the couple's name or any information about them. But if they're watching, this slice of kindness at the Big G's melted her heart. I just want to say thank you so much. Um, It meant a lot. The money is very, very much appreciative. It helps out no matter what. Um, However, the kindness behind it and making my day from going a little hectic to that kind of a tip made me smile the rest of the day. It makes a difference in someone's life. It goes a long way and you never know what someone's going through. Showing you something good. I'm Sam Reed. Well... That's just incredible, huh? Uh, is a good word. Um, let, let's wait and see. Again, folks, you can... I'll, I'll post the whole thing um, as well on it. I don't... I just don't see it. I don't think that that's what it was. So we'll let it. the story kind of play out a little bit. All right, I want to get to um, the voting situation. I, I just don't know what's going to happen. If, in fact... The voting laws in, in Rhode Island are changed. Something has to be done about the ballot harvesting that is taking place. I don't know how else to explain it, but something must be done about the ballot harvesting that is taking place locally. Or we're not, we, we are not having legitimate elections, period. I don't care what anyone says. If, if someone is collecting... 200 ballots, 500 ballots. Rhode Island should, I believe, Rhode Island, our election laws should mirror Connecticut and Massachusetts. Why is it that our voting laws are so different? It shouldn't have to be that way. Um, uh, why, why is it that in, in mass in Connecticut, you have to designate someone and then there's a limit to how many that you can gather in Rhode Island. It's, it's endless. Um, I, I, I don't believe it should be like that. Absolutely not. It, it should be limited. Um, right now, it is an absolute free-for-all. Now, I do want to play. There was a good piece this morning on the uh, Today Show about inflation. And this is something with the, the Biden administration is just so inept in trying to answer when this gas prices continue to go up, groceries. I just want to play this. 
AAA says the national average is above $4.40 a gallon. And now, just a few minutes ago, new numbers show that inflation jumped again in the month of April. Uh. That is also near a 40-year high. Factor in the rising interest rates, making it so much more expensive to use credit cards or borrow money. And it feels like we're being hit from every direction. So, we have CNBC Senior Personal Finance Correspondent Sharon Epperson here to walk us through all of it. Thank you for coming in this morning. It's good to be here. Good to be here. You know, we, we thought this is important to talk about because it's the, kind of the water cooler chat, right? Everybody's talking about it. So we just received um, April's consumer index numbers uh, from the Labor Department. Can you talk about what this new data means for us, for the people at home? Well, you should know that it's 8.3%. That is the consumer price index data that what it shows where inflation has gone since April last year to April this year. Okay. It's higher than estimates, but it is lower than it was in March. Um, it is still near that 40-year high, though, and so many people are very concerned about how it's going to affect me. The areas where it's hit the hardest mm -hmm. have been housing, have been food, as well as airline fares and new car sales mm. in this latest report. So those are areas people are going to really look at beyond just rise in gas prices. Okay. Mm. So the question now is, I mean, we know it's here. Is there an idea of when we might see these numbers either plateau or start to drop? Well, that's what everybody wants to know. Now, some are saying maybe we've seen the peak if it was 8.5 last month, 8.3 in April. But we're still looking at the fact that the Federal Reserve is trying to do what it can to slow down inflation by raising interest rates. They've done that twice so far this year. They're probably going to be more ahead. But the goal is to get to inflation at 2%. Mm -hmm. We're a long way away from did, Real quick, did, did they act too slowly? The well, you know, we don't know what they're going to do next, and it's not necessarily too slow if they're going to continue to do it and see what they do the next time. But people are just anxious to get it done right away. The key, though, is to figure out this is a national average. Are you average? What is your personal inflation rate? That's what people really need to try to figure out. So besides calculating our own personal inflation rate, what else can we be doing to help mitigate some of these costs? I mean, it's just kind of getting out of control. I know. Well, you have to know where you stand. So I do suggest going to one of those online calculators that says personal inflation rate. Figure out what yours is and where do you spend the most money and is it possible for you to get a higher income, take on another job, get higher wages in some way, ask for a raise. Mm -hmm. But also, you have to do some things that you can control, like credit card debt. Mm -hmm. As the Fed has raised interest rates, we're also going to start to see Credit card rates continue to rise. The average rate right now, 16%. You don't want to pay that. You want to get rid of that. You want to get rid of as much auto debt as you can as well. The one thing that you don't want to do is cash out of your investments. I know it is such a scary time, mm -hmm. very volatile market, um, but we are looking at people needing to stay the course with long-term investments. I'm talking about money that you're investing in stocks for five, mm -hmm. ten years. You want to keep that. You always want to have money set aside for emergencies and short-term savings as well, but this is a time to really check yourself, and the best way to do it, I found, is to talk to somebody else. <laughs> Maybe not even your girlfriend. Somebody who's an expert, yeah. a financial advisor. Now is the time to find one, check in with one and say, these are my goals for right now. Mm -hmm. I want to get there. What do I need to do to spend or save differently so I can make that happen? So can I call you later today? <laughs> you know, folks, um, here's what we do know. And again, good afternoon at 119 on this, uh, what is turning into be a decent Wednesday afternoon is the Biden administration certainly doesn't have answers on how to handle this whole thing, right? So Bitcoin is really... Bit in crisis. Coinbase warns bankruptcy could wipe out user funds. Crypto market awaits rescue. Fear and loathing return to tech startups. How many people, I'd see these people on Facebook posting about Bitcoin and crypto. Two thirds now living paycheck to paycheck. How about the formula shortage? Formula shortage. Phoenix, Atlanta, once again, top inflation ranks. Inflation stays red hot, 8.3%. And, and here's something that we know. Is Team Biden has no clue what to do about it. None. Disgraceful. By the way, folks, if you'd like to email me, and I do read your emails. Um, Sharon from North Provolone. Dear one, RI voter registration. I cannot renew my library card in North Provolone 
without a driver's license for proof identification. But in Rhode Island, you're allowed to vote. Apparently in Rhode Island, you are allowed to vote. Shouldn't be that way. And boy, they they really go ballistic at the mere mention that you want to rein in. The, and, and, and it shouldn't. It should not. Voting, you know, you think about it, voting is very simple. And then someone says, well, someone's disabled, so we need to make it easier for them. Okay, let's, let's make it easier for them. Someone who's disabled, I'll, I'll agree with that. You don't want that to in any way hamper someone like that. But look at the way it's become now. And they got the registry involved and things have to be pinged. And people are registering to vote online. And do you see where this thing just becomes a cluster? I mean, now it just completely takes off. And the more of that that takes place, the less legitimate elections that we have. And and I want to be very clear. I can't stress this enough. This has nothing to do with Trump. Don't mention Trump. You know, Dan McGowan wasn't wrong that when Ashley Kalis, the Republican candidate for governor, when she mentioned who's a politician that you admire and she said Governor DeSantis, there was a gasp in the room. (gasps) There was a gasp in the room. There was a gasp last Thursday at that gubernatorial forum that I wasted my time on. Part of me says I wasted my time going. The other part of me, though, if you don't go, you don't pick up on a lot of this stuff that I was able to pick up on, obviously, by being there. So it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. I think, I still think I'm, I'm better off being in the room, even though there were parts of it that just felt like a colossal two-hour waste of time. But that is my that is Juan's cross to bear, so to speak. Um and better to to be there and and observe, which I did. Because like I said, you pick things up if you're not in the room. Um and then I, I think now, Governor McKee, as we talked about earlier, Governor McGree, now he did, listen, when I say he won the debate last Thursday, even though it was really a forum, but what I mean by that is because he basically came away unscathed. He's back to his old tricks of the $3,000, by the way. How about the fact that he, you know, it's not, no one's making a big deal of it. Boy, the media, boy, the media has really changed around here. Buddy Cianci, he would love the media the way it is now if he were uh, the mayor of Providence again. Obviously, we can't go back in time. But just Governor McKee has apparently now backed out of he was doing a once a month ask the governor. And he's backed out of it. And and no no one even says anything about it. I find that interesting. In the past... In the past, it would have been a front page story and they would have blamed me. Now they can't blame me. But when you got when he's got his future employee. Holding down afternoons, right, Captain Fathead. uh, Who I'm sure told him to nix it, told him to blow it off. I'm sure told you don't need to do that. You know, they just want to contain it right now. So. What I, what I mean about when I say Governor McKee, it's and again I come at this from you got to knock out the champ to be the champ, and I I also want to repeat, I am not saying someone tips over a chair or throws a table the way that Chris Young did. Rest in peace. I'm not saying that, but just as. You know, columnist of the Boston Globe, Dan McGowan, mentioned earlier, I I believe, you know, they give them 
they give them the, you know, you can do the 60-second elevator pitch. And it easily could have been, listen, if, when, if, when, whatever, elected governor, I'm going to run a clean administration. We're going to not have it pay to play. Uh, People can get state contracts without being a donor to my campaign. And I want to make one promise. Uh, My administration will never be the focal point of an FBI investigation. Now, you just kind of weave it in with the theme. You know, we're going to be business friendly. We're going to work with the business community, blah, blah, blah. But now, obviously, clearly, no one did that. And by no one doing that, by the way, I think Governor McKee has become, now he's agreed to do another one of these candidate forums. And as Dan McGowan mentioned, the Friday, the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Now, they may feel, hey, listen, if this thing goes sideways, it's not going to matter because it's the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. The, the last one he had committed to, this one he had not committed to. So I have a feeling. Now, something else that I disagree with, with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, by the way, is I am not convinced that the forum has to be such a dictator. What I mean by that is, it is true, like the next one is the um, uh, something progresso. But I believe that if you go in and treat it like no one's going to, like, I'm just going to do my thing. um, They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop the forum. They're not going to kick you off the stage. So, you know, it's loose. They may set up guidelines of here's what we you know want to focus on, but they're loose guidelines. They're not strict, strict. So if somebody started to talk about the contracts, the bonuses, the FBI probe, blah blah blah. The governor may not like it. And then the moderator may say, well, let's get back to it. But that, that doesn't mean the punch isn't landed. Right? So I, I don't know if I go with that. Now, I, I know that the Ashley people are saying the focus of that was blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'm, look, at you have, I think Dan McGowan and I, and I like having him on on Wednesdays, is because we have objective discussions and it what it it plays into is that both of us were in agreement that there were six people on stage and she did nothing to differentiate herself from five democrats not even in saying starting every sentence by saying where i'm different than my opponents blah 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 that's it every sentence where even the crowd starts to chant everybody say it where i'm different from my opponents now i also i i am not crazy about her commercial i mean dan was well you know she's introducing herself in the fighter but all right, I want to play. Here's the latest scheme from McKee. Now he wants to give Thanks landlords $3,000 bonuses. What a joke. Everything with this guy's a bonus. 12 News reporter Matt Paddock is in Providence with the details Everything's of how a this bonus. program works. Matt? Governor Dan McKee and other housing advocates were here at the Amos House in Providence today launching a new program which would put thousands of dollars in those landlords' pockets, which was also designed to put some of that money towards the properties. Housing is a human right. Uh. 
every single person deserves a roof over their head yeah. and a place to call home. A new initiative has been launched by the state of Rhode Island, Amos House, and Rhode Island Association Amos Realtors House. to Amos. try and bring permanent housing for those on the brink of homelessness. See firsthand every day the urgent need for housing. According to Eileen Hayes, president of Amos House, there are 1,318 people homeless in Providence, Amos. including 150 families that have been staying in hotel shelters since the pandemic. Uh, we know that housing is an important piece in terms of our overall economic health. But the federal funding to keep them there is set to wind down by June. We have unprecedented numbers of people who are homeless. We have unprecedented skyrocketing costs for rents, for food, and for gas, and for every daily living situation. Which is why Governor Dan McKee is starting the Landlord Challenge. A budget includes $250 million for housing. Offering those with available housing units a $3,000 signing bonus and $1,000 for each additional unit if a tenant signs a one-year lease. The program also offers up to $3,000 in reimbursement for repairs. $90 million to, pre to preserve 15 affordable 1,500 affordable housing units. $25 million grant to buy properties that can be redeveloped into affordable and supportive housing. And $20 million to support workforce housing. Now, this landlord challenge is based off a similar program that launched back in 2020. In Providence, Matt Pettick, 12 News. All right, I want to um, play now. All right, it's, it's Amos House. Now, I don't understand. I, I'm going off the Channel 10 story. I want to go back to this business of the um, of the couple that left the money. So, I thought... I, maybe I'm wrong. I thought they said it was an it was an elderly couple. Elderly couple. I'll hear this. Let's hear this again. Shop receives generous tip. The extra cheddar couldn't have come at a better time for this single mom. NBC 10 Sam Reed shows us something good. Since 1968, the Big Cheese Pub off of Reservoir Ave in Cranston is a customer favorite for things like handmade pizza pies and super subs. The staff here is extremely close. We are just a big family. We try to all look out for one another and do what's best for each other. Which is why waitress Jennifer Vernancio of North Providence, who's a single mom of a three-year-old, is able to make it work at work. It's been difficult. However, the Big Cheese works with us no matter what. I mean, with my schedule. Last week on Wednesday, she was having a rough morning. Stressful morning ended up to be an awesome day. And finally, after finding a sitter, she made it to work a little late. My first table of the day was a super, super nice uh, gentleman with his wife. Two salads, two sandwiches, and a few interactions in between. The pair got up and left. The gentleman looked over his shoulder and he said, bye, have a nice day. And after taking the bill from the table, she couldn't believe what was written on the tip line. She was like, Kim, Kim, someone left me a $600 tip. And I was like, Ken, stop. <laughs> and I kind of pulled the paper out. I said, well, I have better news for you. It's not 600 it's an $800 tip. I said, so see? And she was like, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I'm going to faint. $810 just for Jennifer. There are angels out there. On a $48 bill. Oh, yeah, it's more than a couple of shifts. I mean, it helps out. Everything helps yeah. out. Jennifer says she plans to pay bills and is getting Jax a toy police vehicle. <laughs> All right, now, um, I had thought they don't say the age, but it was not an elderly couple. It was not an elderly couple. Because now the... Um, the waitress is upset with me. It was a young couple who wanted to remain anonymous. Now, that is not in the story. In the story, they said they didn't know how to track the person down. Um, now the person's saying, do you want the... It, it has not, nothing, not a matter of that. That's the first... This See, the story keeps changing now. First, she said... Um, wait a minute. First, she said, she said in it that she couldn't track them down. There was no name at all. Then that's the only explanation. I looked it up online. And there was, there was no name on it. So, all right, I'm not going to keep going round and round here. So 
if if that's the case, um, it it didn't say it in the story. I'm just going off what was written. So I don't want to. I'm not, I can't take up any more time on that. All right, folks. I want a good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I thought it said elderly. I thought it said elderly. Uh, this portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, again, don't forget about Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Call Brothers Disposal. Why not clean out your basement or your garage? 401 688 Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. 401 401- 6880517 get a dumpster for your driveway small household construction project are you thinking of doing some spring cleaning call brothers disposal 401-688-0517 come on brother call brothers disposal today all right i want to get to um boy the market is really tanking right now and um all right so we're learning more about that Channel 10 story. I can't believe this Channel 12 story. Again, how Governor McKee now, everything is $3,000. State workers, $3,000. Teachers, $3,000. Everything is $3,000 with this guy. So I, um, I, I don't understand why everything has to be $3,000. So they, they want to... Um, Get landlords and the incentive. Oh, and by the way, that's our money. That's our money. So, all right. I also want to go to some other stuff, folks. A big race that people are watching is this Senate race in Philadelphia featuring Dr. Oz. And right now, the lieutenant governor has pulled ahead in the polls with the Democrats. The I just want to hear this piece. Run together at times. She's a very important part of his campaign. She was a part of his initial reaction to the leaked Supreme Court document. So let's take a look at what you learned in that sit-down that you had with the Fetterman's. Senate candidate John Fetterman's road to Washington swerves between left and middle. I, I don't want to be crass, but we need to keep making this country. Trying to win back blue-collar Pennsylvania voters that swung to Trump, but with a brand all his own. You walk into Washington day one to, to do one big thing. Sure. What do you do? What do I do? Well, again, that would be like picking my favorite child. Uh-huh. I, I just, uh-huh. I just, I'm asking you a hard I question. Just couldn't, I just couldn't do that. So I'll, give, I'll rattle off three priorities. Minimum wage, it's a disgrace. that It has to change. Um, we have to codify Roe v. Wade. And third is voting rights. Are you a progressive? No, I'm just a Democrat that has always run on what I believe and know to be true. In his signature Carthart hoodie, Fetterman wears a not-your-typical-Democrat type of brand. His approach is more at home with the Commonwealth's common man than with the party elite. As lieutenant governor, foregoing the Harrisburg mansion for his car dealership turned home across the street from a steel mill in Braddock, where he had some choice words for his fellow Democrats in Washington. We are squandering, in my opinion, an enormous opportunity to do some transformative good through legislation that is being stopped by a senator like Joe Manchin. And I'm not criticizing him. I'm simply saying I would vote differently. It's not just the candidate, but the couple that makes this campaign unconventional. Did you pick one already? Okay, so you can grab a cake. I can take it too. Are you next? If John is bringing the casual, his wife, Giselle, is bringing the polish and the personality. You ready to go inside? Yes. Did you want to pick a cake? There's two different kinds. She's been front and center at rallies, on social media, and in campaign emails. How did that come about? How did you guys decide to really come as a package deal in this way? I think we are. I mean, our family is a package deal, right? She's a force in the community, running several philanthropic efforts. She says she hates politics, but hopes her story will transcend all that. Born in Brazil, Giselle came to the United States as an undocumented immigrant. How much does that influence his positions on the issue? I think it does, very much so. We've seen cases where I'm out with the children and people think I'm the babysitter and not their mother. Giselle says she gets more hate mail than her husband. You said that you have three strikes against you. You're an immigrant, a woman, and a cannabis patient. 
Do you worry that those three strikes might count against John in November if he wins the primary? I don't think it should count. And if it does, it just means there's more work to do and we'll continue to do it. Those strikes may be home runs for the progressives in the party, but Fetterman is also trying to score with a waning working class base. It's like this idea that if you feel left behind or you feel that that you've been ignored or you the, the party has moved on to something different or this folks, something to watch in that race, something to watch in that race is that Dr. Oz is falling right now in the polls. As I have predicted, I think it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake that President Trump endorsed Dr. Oz for that. That's next Tuesday for that Senate race. I think that that was a mistake. There's a Republican challenger who is really gaining momentum in this um in this final week. I think also, am I seeing this? I have typed this speech with one thing. Yeah, listen to this, by the way. My daughter was telling me about this. Non-speaking student with autism gave a moving commencement speech. The Morning America ran it. I know something about shared achievements because I am affected by a form of autism that doesn't allow me to speak. My neuromotor issues also prevent me from tying my shoes or buttoning a shirt without assistance. I have typed this speech with one finger with a communication partner holding a keyboard. I am one of the lucky few non-speaking autistics who have been taught to type. That one critical intervention unlocked my mind from its silent cage, enabling me to communicate and to be educated, like my hero Helen Keller. We all have been given so much, including the freedom to choose our own way. Personally, I have struggled my whole life with not being heard or accepted. A story on the front page of our local newspaper reported how the principal at my high school told a staff member, the retard can't be valedictorian. Yet today, here I stand. Each day, I choose to celebrate small victories. And today, I am celebrating a big victory with all of you. The freedom to choose our own way is our fundamental human right. And it is a right worth defending, not just for us, but for every human being. For me, I have a dream. Yes, just like Martin Luther King Jr., I have a dream. Communication for all. There are 31 million non-speakers with autism in the world who are locked in a silent cage. My life will be dedicated to relieving them from suffering in silence and to giving them voices to choose their own way. What is your dream? How will you use your Rollins education to fulfill your mission? How will you rise up to meet the unprecedented challenges of our time? God gave you a voice. Use it. And no, the irony of a non-speaking autistic encouraging you to use your voice is not lost on me. Because if you can see the worth in me, then you can see the worth in everyone you meet. You know, that is, um, you know, you talk about people that have different challenges. That is uh, really remarkable what that girl has overcome. Um. That is really, really incredible. And then some of the comments that were made, boy, inflation, folks, the price of gas is just continuing to be brutal right now. Absolutely brutal right now. Uh, And it's not going away. And I I think this is this is really going to dictate a lot of how people vote. I want to play this again. This is a piece from Good Morning America about the price of gas. Good morning, Becky. Robin, good morning. At this Tampa auto shop, the owner, Greg Bailey, says his clients are coming in asking for fuel efficiency tips. Do they need a tune-up? We're going to get to that in a second. But first, we wanted to ask, how and where can you get the absolute cheapest gas here in Tampa and in your neck of the woods? For Tampa resident Alexis Fowler, going back to the office has meant a 40-minute commute both ways. I'm driving 50 or 75 miles a week. And with the price of gas continuing to rise nationwide and here in Florida, those fill-ups are crushing her budget. Now I'm spending something like 50 to 75 bucks a week. So we asked, where and how can you pay the rock-bottom price for gas? We started some of the national branded gas stations. Gas companies offer rewards. 
rewards programs. On top of that, sometimes fuel companies uh, will actually offer uh, discounts with their apps. The loyalty program from Exxon offers three cents off a gallon, Sitco three cents with additional discounts on Tuesdays and Fridays, and Sunoco also three cents off per gallon. But how you pay could also save you. The bank credit cards are typically going to save you more money than the gas station credit cards. He says that's because gas station cards typically offer a fixed five to ten cents off each gallon. But bank cards offer a percentage back. So as the price of a tank of gas goes up, so does the amount you get on cash back. For example, the Chase Flex card offers 5% back. The Citibank Custom card offers 5% cash back on your highest spending category, which for many is gas. And the PNC Cash Rewards Visa has 4% off gas. But remember, you don't save anything if you carry a balance and have to pay interest every month. Now, crunching the numbers, your best opportunity for savings may come from a totally different strategy. Warehouse clubs. In Tampa, where the average gas price is four twenty-four a gallon, we found Sam's Club had gas for four oh four and Costco for four oh three. But that's the starting point. You pay with a Sam's Club branded MasterCard here, and you get another five percent off in cashback. That takes the price down to three eighty-four a gallon. At Costco, their City Card offers four percent cashback off gas. Final price: three dollars and eighty-seven cents a gallon. Now that cashback, the rebates, and the price of gas, they're all fluctuating. So use that as a guide. In fact, from yesterday when the price was $4.24 a gallon, it's gone up 30 to $4.30 a gallon today. That's six cents in a day, Robin. Gas yeah. is crazy. It really is. Are there any other ways to get better fuel efficiency? Yeah, well, the owner of this automotive shop, Greg mm -hmm. Bailey, he says, start with your tires. Are they properly inflated at the right PSI? Then your air filters, do they need to be changed? Does your oil need to be changed? Is it the right weight? Why don't we start with the president, for crying out loud, if we're changing anything. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. It is the John DePietro Show. Uh, listen, th this is not going to change because I don't think because of there's no plan in the White House and they can scream up and down about a leaked memo and blah, blah, blah. But I I think it's the price of gas. Gas price at all time high. It's it's not going to get better. And a big part of this also comes into play with how Biden. Um, Biden. And they, they do not have a plan how to handle inflation. You know, that's why we had uh, Grover Norquist on yesterday. There's no plan. And, and I believe also that there should be, uh, I would like to see more of a focal point. More of a focal point right now uh, on the fact that that it's it's President Biden. He, he was not even mentioned last week, not even mentioned last week at that forum. And he should be. He's absolutely should be. I like it's also being discussed right now that. Um, see, this is interesting. Abortion is not the winning issue. Dems think it is. I think it's a decided issue. And I, I, they're making, again, a lot of noise. I think it's nervousness. I think they also kind of, um, Democrat Joe Manchin will vote no, guaranteeing abortion rights. Um, they want to make a big deal about it, but I think people are concerned about the price of gas. I know they are. So, and they don't want to deal with that because they don't have any answers. So, you know, this was the mob rule is not going to work. Yeah, this is um, Senator Joe Manchin. I'll tell you something else also. Biden's incoming press secretary laughed who's handling the baby formula crisis. It's a crisis. All right, let's hear This is um, Joe Manchin, by the way. Today to vote on the Women's Health Protection Act. And I respect people who support, but don't make no mistake, it is not Roe v. Wade codification. It's an expansion. It wipes 500, 500 state laws off the books. 
It expands abortion. And with that, that's not where we are today. We should not be dividing this country further than we're already divided. And it's, it's really the, the, the politics of Congress that's dividing the country. It's not the people. They, they're telling us what they want. And uh, it's just disappointing that uh, we're going to be voting on a piece of legislation, which I will not vote for today. You know, in that, that is Democrat Joe Manchin. So they, um, listen, they, they can um, scream up and down all about this. And they will. But I don't think, I agree, I don't think it's the winning I don't think it's the winning issue. I also think that, especially locally, they want it to be the deciding issue. Because if it's not the deciding issue, then they've got a lot of problems. Then they've got a lot of problems. The Democrat Party now. That's what I'm talking about. Um, If... You know, something else is no one, the open border and the damage that does as far as drugs coming over, it's um, it's remarkable. And there needs to be accountability on that. You know, the policies that are allowing all those drugs to come flowing over the border. And they don't even do anything to try to stop it. And they, they allow it. You know, they, they again, they, I get that they don't want that to be part of the, but it is part of the narrative, period. Um, Biden, what Ashley Kalis, the Republican challenger, the, the gas issue is the winning issue. This business of let that that is always bring it back to that because it's so relatable. The gas hike is just crushing everyone. Listen to this person. It's 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 seventy five dollars a week. Some people more than that. That and rationing baby formula. This is a disaster. This is um, a piece that was on CBS that people have to ration baby formula. Drop of formula counts. The Katie Texas couple is rationing it for their four-month-old daughter, Magnolia. How many stores have you had to go to to find the formula you need? I lost count. You've lost count? Yes. That many? Yes, that many. We'll literally waste a whole tank of gas in a day trying to find formula and maybe only find one can. The couple has just over four cans left, a two-week supply. How much of a stressor is this for you? It's very stressful. I mean, the other day I actually found formula and I bought all the cans and I feel like a bad person, but my kid's going to survive. It's a nationwide problem in at least five states. More than 50% of sellers are out of stock. 25 states in D.C. are between 40 and 50% empty, up from seven states just a few weeks ago. There's family in Louisiana. Um, I had some friends in Georgia and Tennessee look. We have family in Delaware, literally coast to coast, and nobody has found anything. With empty shelves becoming the norm, sellers are limiting purchases to help stabilize inventory. You know, that is... um. I think, can you imagine young couple, that, that's, I, I'm going to say that's a voting issue. I think it's a voting issue. How about also, folks, here's sound of uh, Nelly Gorbea. This, this is ludicrous, um, comparing COVID vaccinations with polio, it, it, which is ridiculous. Let's uh, hear this. Look, we've mandated vaccines in other diseases before. This is not new. And with great success, we were able to eradicate polio. Uh, mandating vaccines uh, for COVID-19 is a step in the right direction. You know, but it, it, the, the difference is no one then got polio after that. People are still getting COVID, including the vice president and others. That is, you know, she is just lost. Folks, but I will stay with... 
I think she wins the Republic, the Democrat primary. I say unless the you know they do something about the voting, unless they do something about the voting, um, she will win the Democrat primary. She's got the voting list. The voting list, who gets to vote, the whole process in Rhode Island, it's it's very difficult to get information. It's very difficult. You know, I'm going to say Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, who is a terrific reporter and journalist, she she can't get and pull accurate information. And she's she she's been doing it for days now and can't get the accurate information that she wants. So I'm going to, you know, put her in that if she can't get it, then forget about the, you know, everybody else. Um, it shouldn't be that hard to get is what I'm trying to say. Uh, let me let me change the word to obtain the information. It shouldn't be so difficult, but it is difficult. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Celtics are playing tonight is a big Game five, series tied against the Bucks, And you know who's going to have that game on? The Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. The place is going to be rocking tonight. Celtics, Bucks, And that's at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. 7 o'clock, series tied to a piece. Let's go. And then the next game is Friday night, and they just keep shifting back and forth. So Celtics, Bucks, tonight. And right now, it's a three-game series. First one to win two games. First one to win two games wins the series. Huge, huge. But check all the action out at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Well, folks, again, good afternoon right now at 158. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And I want to thank folks. If you want to get in touch with me, visit the website, dipietro.com. I have a number of people, uh, Sharon from North Prolome, Brian, and uh, and different individuals that, you know, send me stories and, and things like that. The I've also been posting various things on the Facebook page. You can also check out the website, obviously, which is dipetro.com. But the um, the voting situation, uh, this is what it's going to come down to is what they're going to allow. What they're going to allow in the um, what they're going to allow to go into voting. Over. Well, this, the, we're going to see this is all the buildup can't allow this to happen with the the buildup for this of how they really want to loosen voting restrictions even more. And what I think is so important for you to know and for people to identify is you can have all these different rules and regulations. If they're not enforced, if there's no mechanism to check it, if it has no teeth to it, then it's pointless. It's not like it's it's like it's like having a gun with no bullets. It doesn't mean anything. So this business of we have this and that and that's, but if, if no one's ever charged and no one ever even checks it or enforces it, it, it just, it doesn't lead anywhere. So listen, I want you to enjoy this Wednesday. We will be doing a Facebook Live later. As always, check out the website, thepetro.com. Uh, we'll be back on the radio tomorrow at 11. I want you to stay tuned for... The 2 o'clock news, and then it's... WNRI, Woonsocket, W260DC. WNRI.